All right, today is Tuesday, October 17th, and it is a super busy earnings week. But surprisingly, that's not what is moving the markets today. So we'll talk to you about what's moving the markets today and also how it affects our positions. And uh, well, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark live from Cayman Island. Super excited about this. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And uh, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hartcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge, and uh, we'll trade real traders who trade live accounts. Therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and uh, we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And uh, yeah, with that said, so earnings season has started. Johnson & Johnson reported, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, but this didn't move the markets today. No, interestingly enough, we know that earnings is in the spotlight this week, as you mentioned, Marcus. I think it's 11% of the S&P that's reporting earnings and some big names, as we know. But, but a little bit of a surprise because the entire focus has shifted to interest rates. And specifically this morning, we had a pretty interesting move related to retail sales data. Yeah, so retail sales data came out much stronger than expected. I mean, they were already strong in the previous month, uh, but then uh, they were expected to slow down, but they're picking up again. I mean, super strong here. Core retail sales up 0.6%, retail sales up 0.7%. Yeah, and you look at that core retail sales up three times as much as that was forecast. Uh, sure, it's a little bit lower than the previous reading, but that wasn't the expectation. And so that got markets moving early. Yeah, because I mean, this is what the Fed does not want. The Fed wants to slow down the economy. But here, if we see retail sales picking up, it means that people are still spending money despite inflation. So it's not uh, slowing down the economy. And that's where we saw this morning uh, interest rates reacting to this uh, really very heavily. If we take a look at a five minute chart of the two year yield, we see that this is when the report was being released and it was like, weird. Look at that. Yeah, so 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, an hour before markets open, you have that report, you see interest rates, the yields actually just uh, rocketing higher there. And that puts some pressure on the futures markets. Yeah. And uh, so this is where we see exactly if we take a look at a five minute chart of the mini S&P uh, at the same time where interest rates were skyrocketing higher, the mini was dropping. But, but then, I mean, super interesting here, seeing a reversal. And uh, if we take a look at the five minute chart of the S&P after we opened, uh, we see that we did open lower, but we're pushing higher right now. Still negative for the day, but trading close to session highs. This is interesting because earnings and interest rates in the spotlight, uh, interest rates being a key driver for the way the markets opened and moved this morning. But it does seem like investors are now paying more attention to earnings and actually happy going into this earnings season. In fact, I saw that a UBS analyst, so facts that they're polling, uh, they expect 0% growth with uh, third quarter earnings. But a UBS analyst expects three to four percent, which would be a lot better than the three consecutive quarters of no growth. Yeah. 
And uh, I mean, this is where we need to look at some earnings that happened here this morning. And first of all, Goldman Sachs. And Goldman Sachs, very similar to JP Morgan last week, uh, reporting actually better than expected yeah. earnings. So great earnings from Goldman Sachs. I do think that they had some uh, forward expectations that were a little bit uh, lighter than expected, but a solid, solid earnings report there. Should I have broken my plan, Marcus? And, right. And I mean, what, I wanted to ask you, how much are you regretting it? Because right now it looks like, oh, my gosh, you're a genius because Goldman Sachs is moving lower. But this morning in pre-market trading, Goldman Sachs was higher, trading as high as 316. And you enter, you exited yesterday at 313. 18. You could have made three more bucks. I know. And if I sold those three 1250 calls, I, I think we had like five bucks on the table there. But honestly, for my plan, the uncertainty going into earnings, especially because I had the opportunity to close the trade for a nice profit and not take that extra risk. That made sense to me. So I'm completely comfortable with the decision. You're right. It spiked a little bit at the open, but quickly fell. And now it's trading below where I was assigned. And this is what we see with earnings, right? I mean, it's not often that good news is good news here. Kind of good news. And then despite this down 1.4%, uh, 1.14%. But again, this could be connected to the overall market. And uh, again, interest rates flaring sure. up, which is not a good thing for banks and uh, Goldman Sachs. I mean, they're not necessarily a bank, but really heavy into uh, investing financials so sure all right so uh let's see what else is happening i mean we've been talking about crude oil a lot especially uh with the tensions uh going on with the war uh between israel and hamas uh but crude oil uh, i mean rather quiet if we switch back to a daily chart still coming off the lows here uh but not really spiking and this would be a good thing. We saw that when uh, on Monday of last week, we had that big spike in reaction and then it pulled back, uh, erased all of those, uh, the, the worry and the concern in that spike that we had in crude oil. Now getting back to those levels, but not this huge volatile movement. So uh, this is a good thing for there to be some uh, orderly movement yeah. in crude oil and not just chaos. Let's talk about wild movements. We, we got to take a look at a five minute chart of Bitcoin yesterday because this is where, whoa, look at this. I mean, Bitcoin had this huge, massive spike here going from uh, what around 28,000 to almost 30,000. I mean, that was kind of a crazy move. That's that's huge. So what was the explanation for this? Yeah, there were there were rumors that uh, the Bitcoin ETF was approved and this is where suddenly it jumped up. But then uh, very quickly, I think it was BlackRock saying, no, it has not been. And then, oh, OK. So they were very quick to basically say it's not going to happen. It is still in the works. But we just see that if it gets approved, how much volatility is in there and that that could really excite Bitcoin traders. Exactly. And that's something that's been in the works for a while. And uh, the SEC has been involved. There's a, a, a lawsuit and it, it's just a mess right now. But uh, we see that traders uh, are uh, potentially reacting positively to that announcement when it comes. I wouldn't say potentially. I mean, they do react positively sure. once Good it point. is there. I mean, this Good was point. a huge jump. All right. Um, before we look at our positions, uh, I want to bring up uh, the, the heat map to see what is going on here today. And uh, super interesting. If you look at the heat map, we see that Nvidia 
is actually down, uh, what, almost 5% today. Sure, and some semiconductor has taken a little heat, uh, no pun intended for the heat map, but uh, <laughs> with AMD also down. And this came after news that the U.S. Department of Commerce plans to tighten restrictions on sales of AI chips to China. So that putting a little bit of pressure on NVIDIA down 5%. Yeah. Talking about China, Apple CEO Tim Cook uh, traveled to China kind of unexpectedly to basically say, this iPhone 15 is amazing. There you go. <laughs> because there was some bigger demand. How do you around. like it? Huh? I don't see much of a difference just yet. I mean, okay. I upgraded from the iPhone 11 Pro. Okay. So, I mean, I thought that this would be huge, but it's not. The good news is, I believe, uh, I think it has been overheating. Uh, but when I got it, uh, this has been fixed, so it has not been overheating. Okay. Is it worth upgrading? I don't think so. So Interesting. Tim Cook, if you think so, let me know. <laughs> I should probably follow what he does in China there. All right. Um, Want to talk about our positions? See sure. what's happening? Okay, so let's go to the wheel analyzer and uh, let's take first a look at CSIQ. So CSIQ at this lower level, and we, we talked about it kind of, we like it and we don't like it. Obviously, we want this to move higher, but if it stabilizes uh, around this level, this is when we can fly a rescue mission on CSIQ. Exactly, and right now it's really starting to be interesting at these levels, but I just want to see that there really is some support there, um, but it's getting close for me. Yeah, uh, plus we talked about it. I, I mean, in two weeks we do have the next FOMC exactly. meeting, and we, we want to just hear uh, what these guys think. Uh, right now, uh, if you're going back to the stake probabilities for you, <laughs> I, they've dropped a little bit since oh, yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 93.3 <laughs> yesterday, so the stake watch is still in my favor, but... Yeah, and I think this is where it will be also interesting to, to hear what Paul has to say, because Paul is speaking on Thursday, and uh, this is where, okay, everybody is wondering, is he addressing last week's CPI data? Is he addressing this week's uh, retail sales data, or does he just say the usual i mean we see that a lot of fed members are speaking this week i mean just everybody has something to say before they go into the quiet period next week exactly if you look at the fed calendar actually it's just like 20 fed members you know speech after speech after speech and so everybody wants to get their speaking yeah because they're not allowed <laughs> to to comment on anything the week before leading up yep. to the meeting and it starts uh, Tuesday in a week, so, so 15 days from this week full week of here. Fed speak. Yes, everybody has an opinion. So we'll see. Uh, then we have the IWM trade. That is the trade that we took yesterday, yeah. and that is working out just beautifully. So yesterday uh, we sold the uh, 169 put, and right now we're getting close to being able to close it at 80% of max profits. Exactly, so my plan when I sell a put, if I could close that put within one day of my entry there uh, for 80% of the max profit potential, then I'll go ahead and close it. And I have an order to close at 16 cents. I think I even saw the mid at 19 cents. Yep. So it got close and it, hey, I might be out now. Right, so we'll, we'll see. This is working out great. This might be just a one day trade. 
NEE, after this massive run-up, we talked about it, that was a 16% run-up right now, taking a breath, but uh, I mean, not really a whole lot of profit-taking, hanging out here at the higher level. And of course, uh, we hope that it will be able to resume sure. its run-up there. Uh, so again, NEE has been in rescue mission territory, but we want to see that it finds some support before we fly a rescue mission there. Exactly. All right, and uh, PNC, let's see if PNC does what it is supposed to do, please. It really behaves exactly as we expected. Yep. So this where, uh, let's just take a look at the, at the earnings analysis for a moment, uh, because that's where with PNC, uh, we looked at the earnings analysis last week and say, okay, usually the overnight price move reaction is to the downside, but yep. then on the seventh day, it's typically on the upside and it did exactly that. Uh, so on Friday, moving lower, closing lower, and uh, then right now moving up. So this is where the black bar here is Friday's bar right here. This was yesterday and today. Yeah. And even yesterday we finished slightly higher, which was huge because of the dividend uh, the ex-dividend date. So we were already factoring in a move lower based on that dividend payment. So yesterday was a pretty strong day, all things considered. Yeah. And today continuing to march higher. Markets are still down and PNC up 1.13%, especially with the higher interest rates uh, environment. I mean, this is a, a really good sign. I'll take it. Sure. All right. And then we have UPS. So UPS also super interesting. Uh, this is where I was assigned at 157.50. And yesterday I sold calls and they're up right now 50% in value. Nice. Uh, I, I love the move here and I was eyeing next week's expiration as well because next week we do have UPS earnings. And for me at 165, I had the opportunity to sell in, uh, those calls and get 30%. When we were breaking through that upper range, I thought we'd have legs here and see just a little more movement. And honestly, I still think that we do. So we have a little bit of a pullback uh, today, but uh, you see, this is the next attack to go through the 157.50 like level. And I, I believe that now, see, we are in a nice uptrend here. Uh, so we do have resistance here. I mean, this is a wedge. It looks like it will break up to the out, uh, break out to the upside and then you'll be just fine. That's what I'm hoping. Even just a drift closer to 160, sell calls at 165, get some real nice premium and uh, see how next week goes. All right, so let's see what the markets are doing right now. And uh, hey, um, before we go there, if you're enjoying this show, there we go, um, give us a like. We really appreciate all of the likes. Uh, if you want to support us here on Cayman Island, yes, poor us. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, if you like the live show, yeah. uh, we're having fun. All right, so looking at a five minute chart of the S&P, uh, let's move over here to today. And uh, yeah, we are trading at session high. So it that. kind of seems that we are closing the gap here. And honestly, I think that today we could end positive. I think so. Yeah, which I'm is you. super interesting because at the same time, same as yesterday, we see that interest rates are still marching higher. Look at this interest rates or the yield trading at uh, session highs. But we had that yesterday, right? Yeah. That both, okay, there's interest rates, but then we see super solid uh, earnings reports coming in. And this is where everybody thinks, okay, we're good. Like yeah. UBS said, right? I, exactly. I think investors are saying, you know what? 
right now we think there's going to be a solid uh, earnings season and also the Fed won't raise, right? There's still a quarter point on the table. That's what the Fed keeps saying. But I think investors are starting to say that's not the case, especially with the way interest or yields are moving. Well, especially uh, if you look at it right now, not for the November meeting. So that is not going to happen for the December meeting. It's 50-50, more or less. I mean, 55 to 45. So it seems that right now traders saying, okay, maybe they do raise it one more time. But again, with the higher interest rates, the markets are kind of doing the job for the exactly. Fed. Exactly. And I think that's, yes, I, these are the probabil probabilities, period. So that's what the, the market is factoring in. And it's still undecided for December. But uh, I, I think investors are believing the Fed's done, Yeah, at least for this year. I thought that this morning we also had uh, some mortgage uh, information because I saw that mortgage demand is uh, hitting a new low as interest rates are skyrocketing. But I see the housing market index uh, keeps dropping. I thought it was also some some interest rates, but I don't see it. Maybe it was another day. Which would make sense because I, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I think it was a mortgage for a $400,000 house now versus a year ago there's a $950 difference in the payment. Like so almost $1,000 more this year versus the year before. Yeah. So it is significant. That Anyhow. is significant. All right, we gotta go back here to our members, uh, mastermind members in the room. So hope that you enjoyed the show. If you did, give us a like. And uh, if you're new to this show, consider subscribing. Hit the little notification bell, this way you get notified. And uh, if you think that somebody else might benefit from the show, please feel free to share it. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow morning. Happy trading, everybody.